What's going on, Kim? Hey, Zach. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. Happy, happy Wednesday to you. How's the week been? Crazy. My daughter goes back to school tomorrow, so it's been a whole bunch of Ooh. prepping for that first day back to school. This is right on. <laughs> yeah, my boy's been back for uh, just under a week at this point, so it's it's been an opportunity to get some work done. I've had uh, several late nights over this past week, so it's, uh, yeah, uh, he he seems to be assimilating well and uh, new school, so he's he's doing his thing. It's it's been good. Good. Yeah. So I am excited for the show tonight. Uh, we've got a special guest. We've got Pedro on tonight. I'm grateful that he is joining us. So we are going to talk about a story that we unfortunately had to skip over last week due to time. We're going to talk about two men who scammed Uber Eats out of millions of dollars. Uh, we are going to take a look at another crazy order. Kim, it just seems like they get stranger and stranger. They are getting crazier, but I love talking about them because oh, I love yeah. Weird orders. Well, and last week, like, mm, maybe. and last week, we didn't agree on if we would take it or not. So I don't know. How it should be interesting. I well, and you know, Pedro is here to be the tiebreaker on this one. So this should be this should be good. Uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about uh, a new social media trend where people are calling out drivers who are using other people's accounts. We're going to have a conversation about that, and we're going to give our input. We're going to discuss if drivers are being used to stalk people somebody calls a driver to harass another person so that should be an interesting conversation uh we're going to talk about a carjacking that involved a driver but the curious part is who did it so that that should be an interesting conversation as well and to wrap things up today kim went way overboard with the funnies so we've got a bunch of those so yeah uh before we bring Pedro, Elon, why don't we go ahead and put up the slide? Because we always forget that. And hey, two weeks it. in a row, two weeks in a row, we remembered it. So, um, and actually, really quick before we do, uh, last week, we had a couple of super chats, and I guess they weren't like showing up correctly on uh, on our end. So uh, I wanted to apologize uh, for not actually having those pop up on the screen. So uh, thank you uh, to everybody who did give super chats last week. So why don't we go ahead and uh, bring Mr. Bet on you on. Hi. Hi, Pedro. How are you? I'm great. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thanks for having me on, guys. Very, very, very excited to be here. Thank you. We're Appreciate you being you. here. So we got to meet uh, Pedro in Denver. He threw a awesome event, and uh, it was it was good to meet you in person. Uh, got to uh, get to know each other a little bit, and uh, you want to give us a little bit of sneak peek for next year? Any idea where that's going to be yet? Man, you know, um, does he just say Jersey? Yeah, I know, right? So I actually had a conversation with a few people today, uh, part of the Moves team. You guys met Moves, right? And mm -hmm. they were asking me that today, and it's definitely going to be east of St. Louis, so definitely on the East Coast. Don't know if it's going to be okay. in Jersey yet, Kim, but when I if that happens, I'm I'm gonna Kim will be one of the first people to know. So. Um, but yeah, very excited. Okay. It was great meeting you guys on the, you know, the Friday, Saturday events, the Thursday night thing that we had. So it was awesome to put a mm -hmm. face and a, and a voice to the name and shake a hand. And it was really cool. So it was, yeah, it was, tons, it was... I, tons of fun. I felt like it was a really good event that really got content creators together, 
drivers together like how much did you really like learn just by just talking to other drivers and knowing what their market is about and their tips and their tricks um so what did what was the biggest thing that you've learned from the event oh man i mean it took it takes a lot to put these things together right um for me the takeaway is like meeting the drivers because the content creators like you know that's one thing, right? But meeting, meeting the drivers and having conversations and just having having them ask certain questions and and then you could you could tell that they really wanted to hear the answer or your input, whether that's somebody asking Zach or Kim or I or somebody else a question, right? And like they came to they had just like thirst for that knowledge or our perspective, and that's really humbling. It's really cool to meet people from all over the country. We had drivers from Hawaii even, right? So it yeah. was just awesome meeting and connecting with the drivers. That's my first, that, that's always my favorite part. So I think some of my favorite times were kind of the behind scenes, like after the events happened, like even like at the para house and like people just are coming in and, you know, people that you have never met before, like you really get into really in-depth conversations and you form bonds over what we do every single day. So thank you for yeah. bringing us all together. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Uh, looking forward to next year's too. So uh, I'm I'm getting my I'm getting my calendar ready. I got uh, that one in mind, uh, and then I plan on going to LA for Curbivore as well. So oh yeah, can, Curbivore. Uh, yeah, man. That I went to Hannibal and I and a few others went. I think it was in March of this year. If you guys are going to be mm -hmm. part of that, that's a fun, very unique event. So uh, really looking forward to seeing you there. If you're going to be there, I'll definitely planning on going as well. So that would be awesome. Right on. So uh, this is a silly question. If if people know us, they obviously know you, but we always do it. Where can people find you? What do you do? Uh, YouTube. That's the only social media I have. Uh, you could type in Pedro DoorDash or Door Trash, whichever. Santiago on the YouTube. You could put in Mr. Bet on you. Um, I know, you know, obviously this channel is really geared towards the rideshare stuff. Um, you know, all three of us make content on this channel as well, which is really awesome, right? For us to connect in this way on this awesome show that you guys have been doing now for, it's been a few months, right? I think we're yeah, we've been at it. Right? Yeah, four four months, something like that. Five. Yeah, that, that's what's up. That's cool. So yeah, you can so, find me. I make videos just about every day, just on YouTube where you can find me. And, uh, you know, I really enjoy reading comments and hearing perspective, even if it's something that's different, you know, I'm always ready to learn and um, but I guess I've been on YouTube for about two and a half years or so. Um, I feel like I started maybe around the time Kim did. Maybe Kim was before me, but you know, it feels it feels like we've done a lot, but like it doesn't feel like it's been two and a half years. But that's uh, that, that's where you guys can find me. So, so one question that I didn't get to ask you in person was, what got you into YouTube in the first place? What made you record that first video? Yeah, I. So I did rideshare for a long time before the food delivery, right? Almost an Uber rideshare. I loved it. I used it as a passenger and I needed to, had a big bill that was coming up. I didn't want to dip in the savings or anything. I was like, all right, you know what? I could kind of like do Uber on the side after my W-2. I worked at a casino at the time. I started doing it, really loving it. You know, you run into a lot of crazy situations when you do rideshare. So many of you guys in the chat probably know, right? And I'd come home to my girl and be like, man, this happened tonight, this happened tonight. And then I started watching YouTube to learn certain things. And, and I watch YouTube even for entertainment. And I said, man, I think I could do a channel. Just, you know, all these other content creators have helped me. Maybe I could help some other people. And I just started like filming on my phone 
and I made some really, really bad videos in the beginning, right? And I just learned from there. But I just thought I wanted to help. Plus, it's kind of fun. You're in your car by yourself most of the time, right? So it's yeah. kind of cool to kind of like flip a camera on and, and you don't feel alone because you know somebody's going to watch it later. So yeah. I just started there and didn't know what would happen from it. But it's been a pretty, pretty amazing ride. So For people who don't do this type of work right they they don't necessarily think that we've got some stories but you do this type of work long enough man you get you get to run into some shit yes you're gonna see some stuff oh my if you especially i think on the rideshare end right because oh, for yeah. me um kim i don't think you've done rideshare right nope not yet okay and you probably never will i think i've heard you say that right nope. yeah yeah i don't blame you i mean it it's it's the, the food doesn't throw up in your car. The food bag doesn't talk back to you. The food bag's not going to be drunk, you know. And and me, I did a lot of ride share at nighttime. And you run into characters because people are out. They're partying. They're having a good time. And most people are great people. They're fine. But, like, every night or every other night, you run into a drunk couple. They're arguing. They're fighting. They pass out in your car. They, you know, all these scenarios that are just kind of wild that you don't really find in any other type of work because we're picking we're literally picking up strangers and they're two or three feet right behind us and we're facing yeah. forward they're looking at us we don't know what they're doing behind us so it's it's interesting to say the least that so yeah like, for sure every matter time fact, i hear like those stories i'm like oh, no <laughs> matter of fact uh, i got a story i'll have to tell you off camera that happened in denver involving an uber driver so okay. i don't want to okay. i don't want to out anybody publicly so i'll have to yeah. i'll have to share that story privately i would love to hear it <laughs> so uh, let's let's jump into our uh, first story here. Uh, so, oh, before we do, before we jump into our very first story of the day, we have a new sponsor for Money Hungry. I am so excited. Wallet is going to be the sponsor of Money Hungry for the next couple of weeks. So, if you guys don't know a lot about Wallet, you are going to learn right now because. We're going to play a short video so you guys can see what they are all about. And also the link to them is in the description of this live as well. So go check them out and let's watch the video. For 90,000 drivers. We help drivers who need cash advances for paying insurance, vehicle maintenance repairs, gas money, and any of your business related in endeavors. We have an extremely fast application process, allowing you to have your money in 24 hours. It's fast, no impact on your credit score, and no credit checks. We approve your application based on cash flow from your rideshare business. Join Wallet today and never worry about being strapped for cash again. So thank you, right. Wallet, for being tonight's sponsor. Guys, go check them out. They're pretty awesome. And once again, the link is in the description of this live. Okay, on to the first topic. <laughs> did I make a slide for it? I hope I made a slide. I don't know. We're going to find out. I can't remember making right. a slide. <laughs> I did. Okay, that's right. I made this one last week. That's right. All right. So I... Pedro, we're going to need some help with this one. Kim and I were talking about this, and we were trying to wrap our brains collectively around this and how they even did this. So uh, two men were arrested for allegedly scamming Uber Eats out of more than $1 million. Uh, so the fraud started in January of 2022 and took place uh, mainly in Broward and Palm Counties in Florida. 
Uh, one of the men used uh, Uber Eats and would act as the customer uh, and courier by placing an order for pickup under a fake name before accepting the same order as the delivery person. So we all have the, if you drive for Uber Eats, you have the prepaid uh, like debit card. Mm -hmm. So somehow they were using the debit card uh, and getting the orders canceled, but still able to authorize up to $700 on that card. So they, they mainly did this at Walgreens, but they defrauded uh, multiple stores in the process of this. So in the chat, if you guys know how this is, how they could have done this, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out. I don't understand. This is what I don't understand about it. And we were talking about it before. I don't understand how Uber Eats allowed $700 to be purchased on their Uber One card. Like, I don't get that. I mean, maybe I'm so used to now doing DoorDash. And like, if you're not exact, exact dollar amount, you get the, yeah. you get declined like it and automatically, <laughs> nope, decline, nope, decline. You're like, turn it. Um, and even if it's off by a dollar, so I don't know, maybe I don't know Uber Eats policies as well as DoorDash, but I can't imagine them authorizing $700 extra on an order. And my only thought with this is if they were purchasing $700 worth of stuff for a shop and pay and then buying different items or something that came close, I, I don't know, but that's, but, that's yeah, a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. But what I don't so I don't understand is I think I've canceled, and this is during pandemic times. I canceled in me personally. I did an Uber Eats, not like a Walgreens, just a regular food delivery. And I made a mistake on the order. And I went to go cancel it to reorder it because I made a mistake. And they said that I would like I would only get like half refund or a partial refund because I was canceling it on my own accord. So if they're canceling it, how did they not, how did they get full refund for it? I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> hmm. Well, they, if they, plus if they're a consumer, right. And they placed it for pickup. How did it get facilitated for a driver to be able to see it? You know what I'm I, saying? I, I'm wondering, I, they had to have nailed this with the timing or, or yeah. something. I, I, it had to have been something where, they were waiting like right outside the door. Yeah. And I, I just, I just, what, what's mind boggling to me though, is how they allowed multiple $700 transactions to go through. Like you think that that would have like set the radar off immediately. You think it would, but I feel like, you know, during that time, maybe it's just so many orders and the AI or the system just doesn't know how to, what to decipher between what is a scam and fraud and what isn't. Cause I know this happened with DoorDash too, right? I saw a story. Yeah. Maybe six months ago or so, or so, a guy was uh, calling drivers and he, he was getting into their accounts and whatever. This sounds like a completely different kind of scam, though. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. So they had to have been using multiple accounts as well because there, I, there comes a point where after you get a certain number of refunds, they just say no. So. But $1 But I mean, to even figure that out. Right. I've been driving for a little over three years now. Right. And to, I, I can't even figure out how they did it. So. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I mean, if you think about it, it could have been like, uh, 
they get a whole bunch of burner phones at Walmart. You know, you, you buy 50 phones and you've got like a, you got an apartment and there's other people involved and they're making orders and call, you know, some go through, some don't. And just on the sure volume of it, that's how you yeah. get to that million dollar, you know, um, it's, it's crazy, man. I'll that say people true. are like when they have a scam going on, like people get greedy a lot, right? So if you only did this a couple of times and got away with it, and you're like, heck yeah, I just got, I'm making this up, a thousand dollars in my pocket. Most people don't stop where they should stop and be happy mm. that they got away with whatever. Like, but a lot of people are greedy in a lot of these scams and then keep going, keep going, keep going until they get caught and these guys ended up in jail. So, so we, you know, like you were talking about, Pedro, we've, we've seen this happen on DoorDash as well, but they went back and they got their money. So people were starting GoFundMes and stuff to to recoup oh, the really? lost revenue. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, wow. Man, you, had, you had people ordering. Uh, there was one guy who ordered like 10 grand worth of booze. And then they they like took it back out of his account after they figured out the glitch. Yeah. And uh, well, I remember that one. Yeah, that yeah. was wild. Yeah, that went like crazy on social media that night or whatever. It was, it was only like a few hours, maybe. I remember yeah. seeing yeah. that and hearing about I it. I think one person did a ten thousand dollars at McDonald's. Wasn't that what yeah. it was like? like, how, like but but if I worked at restaurants, I don't know if you guys have right. Yeah. But like I couldn't imagine an order coming in for ten thousand. Like. <laughs> McDonald's like how do you even make that how do you think that that's real if I'm a manager in, at a McDonald's I never worked fast food I'm thinking like I worked at Applebee's and other places if an order comes in that big my, my antennas go up immediately because yeah. it's like hey this isn't a catering it wasn't somebody didn't call me last week so like to even have that go through it's just wild to me um but yeah I remember that was a crazy night I remember that hearing about that yeah the Sorry, one sec here. There we go. The uh, there was a recent one as well with Walgreens, mm -hmm. where and and Kim actually was part of that. I did uh, one. I was a sucker and did one. Oh, I didn't hear this story. What happened? So a couple, three, four Saturdays ago, there was a glitch in Walgreens where they were selling everything on Walgreens and DoorDash for a dollar. So people were ordering like 100 items, 200 items, like all these like crazy what? items. And they were getting like $200, $500 worth of stuff for like $30. Pennies. On <laughs> like on the DoorDash app, you go in as a consumer and it'd yeah. be a dollar yeah. for like a bottle of yeah. something. Oh, wow. So I was crazy. working that Saturday night. Mine wasn't that bad. So mine was 30 items. It was $14 and I think 75 cents. So mm -hmm. to me, I'm like, eh, it's my last order of the night, $14.75. I'll just, it's freaking Walgreens. I can go in. It's 15 aisles done. Yeah. I thought it was weird because I had substitutions and the lady's like, nap, it's okay. Nap, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, whatever. And I just kept yeah. going. And then when I dropped it off, it was like a $200 order and she tipped Crazy. like $2. And oh. then it was, it ended up being, she's like, I guess because I had so many substitutions, she gave me like three more dollars as an extra. I'm like, gee. Thanks. Thanks. And then, <laughs> and so then like, I came on to Reddit and Facebook and it was like everywhere that there was a major glitch. So, but what I didn't say is this past week, there was actually an email from DoorDash saying they recognized the problem and they actually gave me a $5 credit in my account for being one of those people who took one of those Dude. orders. Dude. I know. 
DoorDash does some crazy stuff, but sometimes every I feel like every like six months they do one one thing for us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like most of the time they don't do much. But that's wild. Like I can't imagine. Let me ask yeah. you guys this. So I've used the I I've used Uber and DoorDash to order stuff before. It's been a couple of months since I've done DoorDash, maybe. But so let's say you were gonna get something from Walgreens or 7-Eleven, and you go in there, and your intention was to get a couple items, and then you see everything is a dollar. What do you do as a consumer? What do you do? You still do you still go through the, that purchase or do you not? Maybe because I know DoorDash and I know kind of what they're all about. I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot bowl because of that like glitch from a year ago. And they mm -hmm. they were suing people for the money back. Oh, oh, heck no, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with Kim on that one. I think now if it were if they had some graphic or something on there, like our craziest sale ever or something like that, then yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, you know, if yeah. it's it, you know, if, if you're getting, I don't know, cases of beer or something for 30 cents each, you know, it's some something's wrong. And, and I got to say, I, I got to get at least I'm probably going to get one case of beer. It, <laughs> if my intention was to get the beer, I'm probably going to see that transaction through tip the driver really well. And then if DoorDash is like, hey, hold on, we made a mistake. We need to charge you the right price. I'm like, okay, well, I was going to pay anyway, but I mean, okay, I don't I, know. I actually have a question because New Jersey, we don't have alcohol in grocery stores or any anywhere else besides oh, the liquor really? store. So is that. there liquor in Walgreens? Oh, in St. Louis, some of them, yes. Okay, um, I, feel I like would say. Like, I'm like, oh, really? There's liquor in there? Yeah, about half of ours. Um, wine and liquor and some beers. Not a lot, but some have more than others depending on neighborhoods i guess but yeah we have them in our listen st louis you can we have drive throughs where you could actually get booze in like drive throughs and stuff really like yeah we actually have i picked up from restaurants and they'll depending on how their liquor license is they i've delivered like like a like for mexican joint you know tacos and stuff and then like big margaritas and uh cases of beer with a pizza from you know so st louis is pretty lenient i guess so oh wow yeah. yeah, not New Jersey. That's yeah, that's crazy, man. You can't mm -mm, no drive through uh boo shops here. Uh we got them all over, man. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time, Zach. It's a good time. <laughs> right on. So I want to get your opinion on an order that came through um on DoorDash. Okay, you ready for this? So Everybody th highly, like brace yourselves for this. I'm Ooh. just saying. All right. I want the chat's participation in this one too, please. <laughs> so, all right. In case you were listening to us as opposed to watching, this is a Petco order. It is 27 orders. So 27 stops, mm. 175 miles for $175.50. Mm. So for a lot of people, that might be the only order they have to take that day. So are you guys taking this? Kim, you go first. I want to get Kim's perspective before I say something. So this is how I dissected it when I looked at it. I think anybody who looks at this and goes, oh, it's $175. Wow. And then I looked at the miles and I'm like, oh, heck no, that's just way too crazy for me. But this is what sealed the deal for me. And I would never take this order is, as you see on the top hand corner, this person received this at 2.59 p.m., Oh, DoorDash yeah. says that it's supposed to be delivered by 2.46 a.m. So they're saying, according to DoorDash, that this is going to take 12 hours to complete. 
Huh. Well, first off, is Petco open at 246 delivered by? Oh, I see. Okay, I see. I see. Yeah. So they're saying it's giving you 12 hours, which I don't know that market, but that can't be accurate, right? What do you think, Zach? Like, that's crazy. I, you know, that's pretty spread out, right? I, that could actually be, when you, when you factor in the routing, that actually could be a couple hundred miles. So, I mean, that's what a three and a half four hour drive right there assuming you don't make any stops so but you know, if you're I, making... what, hap- what happens though if it's 175 dollars and the last house brings you 175 miles away from where you live and then you have to travel 175 miles back to your house mm, yeah i i think okay this is what i'm gonna say and you guys beat me up in the chat it's all good <laughs> i think I wouldn't say this is a 100% no for me, right? So in looking at this map here with the house icons, right? So you see where the Petco is, right? And a lot of people that do gig work, maybe they live where the furthest house on the left is, and then they have to drive, you know, that's a lot of miles. But maybe they got to drive a little bit. Maybe it's 30 or 40 miles, right, to get into a zone. Um, So let's say I'm in where that Petco is at, and I live next to one of these houses over here, right? And I and, and I can make it to where, like, I got to go back that way anyway. You know, if I can get this done in six or seven hours, it's not bad. Six hours, 175, depending on my vehicle and my mileage. And, you know, but to fit all this stuff, you don't know what is it? 27 orders. Does that mean items? I guess it says items. Is it all 50 pound bags of dog food? I mean, that there's a lot of information we don't have here, but I can't say I would 100 percent say no. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. can't. So, uh, so Sergio says no. Sean says not a chance. Uh, DoorDash Dummy uh, sort of looks like a flex run. Kevin Mangled. What's up, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Uh, hell no. Uh, unless I have family in the area, no. Uh, what's up, Noah? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it seems I, like mostly no's. I, <laughs> you know, I, but I, I get what you're saying. If this were to come through my own first thing in the morning and gas were a little cheaper, Mm-hmm. I might be tempted mm-hmm. that I mean, cause that's, that's one and done, you know, you, and not to mention, actually, matter of fact, not that I, not that I care about this personally, but that would also be great for the acceptance rate. It, it would so, because you, yeah, yeah it, it would, would. It, would. Yeah. it would, it would. And let's say your goal well, is to make 150 bucks and then you're, it, you, you start at 9am and it's like, okay, I'm done at three or four o'clock and I made 175. There might be some benefit to some, not most, but some. But so, but, go ahead. Sorry, Kim. Real quick, if you decline this and you do care about your acceptance rate, your acceptance rate just went down twenty seven percent. That's crazy. I, in in my market, I used to get we had a um, so DoorDash partnered with like local like food banks and churches. I think they still mm-hmm. do it, but for a while, about two years ago, maybe a year and a half, they really did it. There was a foundation called the Bailey Foundation, and every Thursday at about 10, 10 a.m. to eleven a.m. I would get hit with these routes and be like anywhere from like six to 20 stops. And sometimes the pay was really high and the mileage made sense. And sometimes it didn't. I did one or two of them in my life just to test it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's never really any tips on there because they can't tip, but it is what it is. But like sometimes those made sense and sometimes they didn't. But I, I wonder if, but I do remember it, you're declining those and then like, yeah, your AR just goes down like 10 percentage points or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it's, it's odd. Yeah. So that, that's one of the things I do like about your channel is you, you, 
test this stuff, right? I remember watching yeah. a video a while back. You got some some Uber Connect or something that took you, you know, pretty substantial distance. Yeah. And you went out and you did it just to kind of show the community. So, yeah, you know, I, I think it's important to test things. I mean, sometimes, you know, we obviously all want to make money. We want to be profitable. I see Sergio's in there. He talks about know your worth, be profitable. You know, those, those things are very, very important. But sometimes as content creators, it's okay to test something to show an audience like, hey, this is wasn't that bad for me. So maybe if you get an offer that's similar, maybe you test it out. Maybe it could be something that is possible for you because um, some of these orders like I don't always look at dollar to mile. I look at time. Right. Um, so for me, it's like if it's I'll get like a thirty dollar uh, grocery order on DoorDash, for example, and a mileage might be, you know, 15 miles or something like that. And depending on where it's leaving me and where I'm at, like if it's not if it's towards the end of my day, like Kim said, she had that Walgreens or whatever that had the glitch issue. If I see that it's got only going to take me 45 minutes and I'm going to make 30 bucks, I don't really care about the mileage because maybe I have to drive those miles anyway, depending mm -hmm. on where I'm at to go home. Right. So I don't always look at the dollar a mile necessarily. Um, that way that that's why that order is not a hundred percent no for me, but it's 99.9. Yeah. And also the, if the miles are predominantly freeway, right. That's, that's yeah. also kind of, a big deciding factor for me. Like I'm willing to lower my dollar per mile ratio if it's going to be on the freeway. But if I'm, if I'm driving in the, you know, the back roads through the country, man, like ooh, I'm the I same way. Yeah. yeah. I need to I'm see that $2 way. a mile. I don't know. For me, another factor on this one is my schedule is now all about my daughter and being in school mm. and me getting mm. her on the bus, off the bus. So as a mom, like there's no way I would have been able to do this order. I that's the hard that's what I have a hard time with a lot of these, you know, dash marts and, you know, dash link orders is if you are someone like me who has time constraints um or you have a family and if you say no to these orders like they penalize you big time in this case 27 percentage points off of your AR that's to me that's just absolutely crazy. That is crazy. I, I do know in some markets, I don't know which ones maybe you guys do, but I've seen it and I've heard about it. Um, you could actually toggle off the shop and pay uh, option to where if you don't want to worry about acceptance rate or if you don't ever want to see a Petco or an Aldi, right, You or a Walgreens CVS, you can actually toggle it off, which I think is a really good thing. You can also toggle on and off in some areas uh, the food delivery where if you like shopping pays, like I do a lot of shopping pays in St. Louis. Um, I love them. I love the cash flow. I know my my I know my Aldi's very well. I'm in and out, um, and I like the cash flow. And a lot of times, the people ordering are kind of close to that Aldi, so the mileage can be low on some of them. Um, but I think that toggle on and off feature. Um, some of you guys might want to look at your accounts and see if you have it, so that you're not affected by or being penalized, like Kim said, with the shopping pay orders like that. I used to have that feature on Uber Eats, but the last time I checked for it, I couldn't find it. So it's like they're just they're just going to send them now. But yeah, yeah I, it, it seems like it depends on what version of the app you have. So definitely, yeah. definitely a good tip for, for people to look for. Um, I want to get to this next story. So there has been a trend of drivers using other people's accounts. And people are starting to call it out on social media and the, the media media is picking up on it. This was a story from Business Insider. So uh, TikTok, TikTokers are calling out dashers uh, for using other people's accounts. Uh, you open the door for Ebony, and Ebony actually happens to be Steve. 
So we've got a video of a lady's experience with this. Why don't Kim? Why don't you uh, pull us down here for a minute, and we'll yep. We'll watch Hold on, that. let me add it in. Yep. The people letting their boyfriends drive Uber or do DoorDash under their name. And so when you're a person who only gives like directions to get to your apartment to women and you open the door for Ebony and Ebony actually happens to be Steve. That's not okay, okay? Like I'm smiling, but it's, it's really not okay. Y'all have got to stop letting your boyfriends who cannot pass a background check deliver food to people's apartments or pick people up for Uber. It is not okay. She um. makes a valid point, right? We don't know that these people have been background checked. So I... We've all seen that driver out there with two or three phones and they're, you know, like they've all got DoorDash open or Uber Eats or something. And, you know, something's not quite right. So, Kim, what do you, I don't know. What do you think about this right off the bat? I, I have a lot of drivers in my area who have multiple phones granted they could, and I get feedback all the time, that they could have DoorDash on one, Uber Eats on one. However, because I know the drivers in my area, it's pretty obvious when they have DoorDash on one phone and DoorDash on another phone, and you know what the screens look like and know who are using multiple accounts. With that being said, I'm not here to stop anybody from making the money the way that they want to make their money. However, um, I can understand this person's perspective from a safety standpoint and from like a woman's standpoint. If you're a single woman and you're living at home and you're ordering DoorDash and you're expecting someone to come to your door and someone else shows up, it could be a very scary experience. And there are some crazy people out there that might not have the best intentions in the world. So you, you have to be cautious nowadays in this world. At least I think you do. So it's not always nefarious why somebody's using somebody else's account. I am aware of a driver in my market who was kind of struggling financially and he couldn't afford insurance. So he, he did, uh, he had signed up for Uber eats and they gave him like a week or two grace period. But after that, he still didn't have insurance. So instead he used his girlfriend's account. So, you know, I mean, this is, you know, somebody that I personally know and know that he's not, you know, a, a criminal. He's not going to attack anybody. But I can understand somebody's perspective, right? If a driver shows up and they're expecting one person and you get somebody, you know, if, if you're expecting Kim to show up, right? And you get me or Pedro, right? Like, yeah, it's going to freak some people out. Yeah. So in the chat, if you would, let us know if you guys have ever ordered and then had somebody different show up i i have yet to have this happen does it happen to one of you guys I, i've had it happen to me i you know i hate to be i'm like to me my husband's home so as long as my food arrives hot and warm and all in good place you know who am i to stop someone from making their money the way that they need to make their money is it right no is it ethically right no but you know what everybody's out here to make money somehow so i'm gonna throw a little bit of a wrench here there's drivers who we, we all know that this happens. There's drivers who get deactivated that shouldn't be, you know, and we've, we've all talked about 
various stories where a driver just made too much or, you know, a customer got them a contract violation and they got deactivated after one. It, it happens. So in cases like that, like I could see the driver wanting to get back on and keep making their money, but I don't know how I'd react to that. If somebody, if I ordered something and, and it was obviously somebody very different who showed up. I've so. had that happen to me several times, probably five or six times I've ordered. Um, and really? it said Steve and it's a woman. It said a woman and it's a guy. Sometimes it could be, you know, they're working together, right? It could be that mm -hmm. per Steve's account, but his girlfriend's with him. The girlfriend drops the food off. You know, I think that does happen. Um, I mm -hmm. think, you know, there are couples that drive together for whatever reason. Um, I think it's for food delivery. It, for food delivery, as long as my food shows up, I'm a guy. I'm not a single woman like Kim said at my home, a house alone. I'm expecting Kim to show up on Uber and it says it shows me her face because the Uber, it'll have like a little face. And, and then I show up. That's weird. It's like, OK, who's this man at my door? And is he my driver? Is he not like what's happening here? I'm expecting Kim and Pedro shows up. That's weird. That's not OK. Right. Um, it's even not OK if you're a guy because you don't know, like, who is who actually is this person? Right. Are they verified? Like I, I'm expecting this person and this person shows up. What's their what's going on here? Right. Um, but I, you know, I've, I haven't had any issues, but it's definitely happened. Um, I think with rideshare, um, Sergio mentions it's a it's a huge problem, and I can see like if if you're expecting one person to pick you up in a particular car or whatever, and it doesn't match the face, the name's different. Like that's an issue. Like that's that's yeah. that's a safety issue, right? Yeah. I think though a lot of people in this country, uh, the barrier of entry on these apps is very easy. And I think any of the three of us could figure out how to make another account tomorrow on an app, probably get on if there's no wait list and, you know, put some information in, whether it's our cousins or our girlfriends or our husband's info and then start making money on the apps. And I think a lot of people in this country are forced to do that because maybe they just don't have the means, documentation, they don't have insurance like Zach's friend, they don't have something, but they need to survive. So I think there is a percentage of people that are doing it that are just making they're good people and they're just trying to figure out how to make ends meet. And yeah. I, I have empathy for that. But I think the companies need to do a better job of and I'm not sure what they could even do, but it's definitely an issue. And now if it's going viral on TikToks and things like that, I think they, they should take a pause and notice like, hey, like what's going on here? And I think some of the companies do it with the, the selfie you have to take. Instacart yeah. and DoorDash, I've had to take selfies on all three. So I think that's a good step, but they don't do it enough, right? I think it's maybe even do it before every shift, take a picture of yourself. I'm not against that. Um, that could help, right? So I yeah. actually like Uber Eats probably out of all of the apps when it comes to that, because I feel like they take they have you take your picture at the most like impromptu you know, opportune time, like, time. Yeah. Like you could be like <laughs> multi-apping and you got done with an order from another app. You're like, hey, I'm gonna turn on DoorDash, I mean on, on Uber now. And Oh crap! I have to. And then you have to. <laughs> and then you got to stop the car. But you never know with Uber Eats, like when it's coming. Like it's not predictable. You never know when they're going to do the self check. Yeah, like I feel like point. out of all the apps, to me, they're the best at doing like the selfie and the self check. You know, Instacart. I haven't done Instacart in a couple of months, and I went to go log on the other day. 
and they're like, you need to do your verification. I'm like, okay, that'll be another day. Yeah, you take a <laughs> so picture like, and you're like, you got to turn your head. I know. Because <laughs> theirs is involved, like, right? So, like, you have to – it used to be, I don't know, because I haven't logged on in a couple months, but, you, like, you had to take your ID, and then you had to turn left and then turn right and then the center. And, like, five minutes later, you're like, am I on yet? And I'm like, I just don't have time for that today. <laughs> yeah. I want to highlight one comment here before we move on. Uh, it's from 836 Your Time, Kim, from uh, Rudy PTV. Um, hold on. Got it. And it says, uh, it's not all background checks. I know a couple who is on, uh, I'm, I'm assuming social security and the husband can't drive under his name because he would lose benefits. Uh, I know it's wrong, but it's not always the background check. So That's that a is point. a very valid point. Yeah. So there are people out there who need the income but if they make yeah. any more they don't get the help that they need yeah so you know it's not always uh it's not always nefarious but yeah. you know I, I think it's also valid for somebody to be a little off put if it's somebody completely different showing up especially if it's rideshare yeah well, well I, I think these companies that... know sorry kim go ahead no go i no, i was just gonna say but you know with all these crazy things happening to DoorDash drivers, even to customers themselves lately in the news, is media in general making it a lot worse and bigger just by all these things happening? Like, I feel like it's snowballing. Like, all these bad things are happening and happening and happening. And, like, and then stuff like this comes out and they're like, well, is it because people have other accounts? Well, I think people... Are just doing bad things but this can be tied into it as well that's a good point and i also think the companies i think on some level they don't care because they just want the mcdonald's order delivered and they don't care if it's my two-year-old that does it or me they just want they want it facilitated and so, so you know what i mean and and i think there's a part of that as well because i think if they vetted if there was a perfect way and it's it's, it's almost nearly impossible if they could vet every driver on the apps and you had to be who you are, right picture, right information, they'd lose a lot of drivers. I don't know how many. It could be thousands, tens of thousands, 100,000. That's a lot, right? And it would affect their customer service is how they look at it. So I think they know, obviously, that this is going on. And they weigh the rate. They weigh the reward and risk. They know, understand things are going to happen. And I think they just don't care because they just want the McDonald's order delivered to the customer. It's a valid point. And I mean, at least in my market, the orders are majority still leave it at the door. So I'm sure a lot of yeah. these people will fly under the radar for you know, yeah. a fair amount of time. That's a good point. Yeah. So I want to shift gears here and talk about if some customers are using drivers to stalk other people. We, we had a, a story like this a few months back, Kim, but we did. this is a this little one, different. And this, this, this put the driver crazy. in a weird spot. So, uh, Kim, are you able to read that? That is going to be too small for me. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, let me just actually pull it up on my end. Okay. okay. So, it's super awkward delivery the other night. I received a $10 Safeway order for one item. The item is a dozen rainbow roses. The store did not have the rainbow roses, but the customer said they didn't care. Just buy a dozen that looked nice. I checked out and headed to the address. It's an apartment complex and the directions only have the building number and the description. What 
is outside of the correct apartment door, a pride flag and some other things. I find the right apartment easily and knock on this door. At this point, I have no idea these flowers are for someone else. I wait at the door for three minutes on the timer after the tech saying I arrived. The door opened and I say, hello, these are for, from, and then the customer's name. A tall man answered with tears in their eyes and says, I am not the customer's name. He is, he sent those to me and you can tell him they are not delivered. I asked if they were sure they did not want the flowers and they replied, the customer is is a stalker and won't leave me alone. You need to throw those in the trash. So he asked, what would y'all have done in this situation? <laughs> so chat, get to type in. This is <laughs> the juicy one. <laughs> yeah. So Kim, do you want to start this? Do you want me to? Um, when in doubt, first of all, for me, I always start with, if it is any hand it to me customer ever, I didn't know Zach and I, we've deferred on this, but I start the timer as soon as like my wheel pulls up to the curb because I'm not waiting any second any longer than what I have to. Um, but in this case, like, when in doubt, I always partner with support. They're not the most helpful people in the entire world, but I would better to cover my own butt than to do it. If I couldn't get help from support, I'll be honest, I would have just let the timer run out, take a picture of it at the house, probably take the roses back and then just continue on my way if support wasn't helpful, but that's what I would have done. Hmm. Don't take I mean my advice on this one. I'll, I'll go. I want, I want Zach to say, I want him to go last. I think he's going to be a little, little, little juicy. Go ahead. So, go ahead. so I, I, it is flowers, right? So like flowers have been delivered to people for 40 years, 50 years. Like it's a long time, right? Flowers is one of the things people would deliver to people on Valentine's Day, Mother's Day. So like you never know if somebody's going to send you flowers, right? So the stalker, the stalker part's the interesting part, but like, it's almost like if I'm a, if, if, so you asked me what I would do. I guess I would probably, I say, oh, I'm really sorry that this person's talking to you. Like, can I give these to my girlfriend? Like, what do, you, what do you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? Can I say, you know, I would probably say something funny like that and just have a laugh with them and say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm super sorry this person's doing this, but, you know, you know, I get it. I'll just dispose of these. And I'd probably give them to my girl. That's, that's what I would do. I would probably, I would call support because that's the right thing to do. You don't want to, you want to cover your bases. And they usually tell you to, to dispose of it anyway if the customer is refusing it. Um, part of me almost wants to text the customer that order, like, hey, man, like, uh, what's going on here? Like, you know, this person doesn't, you know, but I probably wouldn't. I'd want to, but I probably wouldn't. Um, but flowers is something that people have always been sending other people, even unwantingly, I think, right? Um, because you're trying to date somebody or you're trying to make up for something. Um, that's kind of how I look at it. But I would kind of be like, hey, I guess I got some free flowers. So it's not a bad thing. Yeah. So, all right. This is my don't don't take my advice moment. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't mess with timers. I'm sorry. If if you don't answer the door, I'm setting your shit down. I'm taking a picture, sending it to you, and I'm going away. So go. I I don't deal with support unless it is like absolutely necessary. So I. Uh, you know, I, I think in that case, if if the person answered, you know, I'd, I'd probably apologize for the for the situation as well, and I'd be like, all right, I'm. I'll tell you what, I'm going to mark it delivered, 
and I'm going to get out of your hair. And, you know, yeah, you know, see if, you know, see if, uh, I, you know, I find, find some guy walking down the street. Hey, you know, give these to your girlfriend, you know, say <laughs> they're from you, yeah. you know, something like yeah. that, you know, yeah. but man, that's, that's a bad spot for that driver to get put in. Like that's awkward. But I also think of the poor guy answering the door. Like what happens if like he's been dealing with the stalker for a while. Right. And yeah. maybe he's like super scared because like this person doesn't stop at whatever cost. And now they're using Uber Eats. Was it Uber Eats or DoorDash? I can't remember. Anyway, using a delivery service to get to this poor customer and they know this person's address. Like that's just, that, to me, that's a little so, nutty and a little scary all in itself. And this person was probably petrified because I now have roses and they know my address. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. My method isn't foolproof, obviously. Uh I'm willing to bet that the person who was the recipient of that is probably hoping to send a message like, Hey, knock it off. This, you know, this isn't cool, whatever. So I'm sure that they would have appreciated the order actually being canceled. So that person got a notification. Mm. So I, I mean, if it was articulated to me that, Hey, this really needs to stop, then, you know, of course, yeah, I'd go the extra mile and, and make that phone call. But you know, if man, I, I just, I don't like timers. I got money to make. Yeah, I was I was reading this and I'm like, okay, awkward. Like that was like it's a, like the driver was put in a really bad position when you talk to it. And Zach and I, I think we was it last week we had a conversation that a lot of times as an Uber Eats driver, you don't know how to handle situations until like you're in the middle of a situation mm -hmm. and to fully know a lot of these apps. It's almost like you have to go through a year or two years, but would any amount of time that you're working these apps ever prepare you for something like this? Probably not. Uh, that's that's something that just kind of... Can you imagine that happening to a brand new driver that like a weekend or something have to deal yeah. with something like yeah. that? Man, that yeah. would suck. Yeah, there's so many different... You know, I've seen the ones that I'm sure you guys have and maybe you've talked about it to where um, you get an order and it's like something and they'll text the driver, the customer ordering like Chick-fil-A and they'll be like, Hey, can you just tell me like if this kind of car is there or can you say if the, you know what I mean? And we're, we're doing like recon for customers to me, that's even worse. Right. Cause then it's like, you're putting me in a really bad predicament. Like why you, why do you want to know if there's a white Camry? Like what's going on here? Right. Those are like immediate cancels for me. I, I'm not dealing with this. Like I'm going to cancel. I'm going to yeah. get some Chick-fil-A. I'm going to call support and be like, this person's tripping. <laughs> but I mean, the flowers first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like the flowers is just such an odd, creepy kind of like cringy stalker vibe, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. That, ooh. You know what? I mean, Props to the the driver who who had to deal with that. It sounded like they handled it okay. So, but um, you know, let's let's move on to something else that drivers occasionally face. Fortunately, not too many. But uh, Kim, why don't you go ahead and start us with this one? Yeah. So, <laughs> DC teens captured on video an attempting carjacking of a Grubhub driver. They were arrested and charged in the robbery spree. So this happened. I forget when this happened. But the scary thing is, is these teens literally high, carjacked, hijacked, whatever you want, carjacked um, this Grubhub driver's car with golf clubs. 
So they literally went like blazing with golf clubs to get this guy's car. The scary thing is, and I'm going to have to actually pull up the article itself, but they were like teenagers, teenagers. Like one was 13 years old. One, a couple of them were like 16 year olds. Like they were all minors. So I guess from like a mom's perspective, I'm like, what the heck is going through these kids' minds that at 13, 15, 16 years old decided, hey, it's a good idea to go carjack someone today. So the thing that trips me out about this is the youngest one was 13. 13. That's so, how they listen. DC is a, uh, a lot of crime in DC and a lot of big cities. They have these rings and these 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 gang leaders uh, hire these kids that that come from broken homes. And I saw this in Chicago when I was growing up. And you know, you'd have these little kids. They'd steal cars, take it to a shop. Hey, here's a hundred bucks. I need you to steal this car. A hundred bucks to a thirteen year old is like a lot of money. And yeah. it's it's they're basically just taking advantage of these teenagers that don't have direction. Um, it's it's even in St. Louis. There's a group of kids, they call them the uh, Kia boys, like the car, the Kias. Kias oh, are like yeah. very much stolen, um, especially in St. Louis. And they go around and steal Kias because they're very easy to steal. And they're, they're most of the time, they're 13, 14, 15 year old uh, guys. It's crazy. Jeez. Man, like, you know, I'm sure the kids are just going to get a slap on the wrist for it, right? But. That's that's tough, know. man. Like, and from what I was reading in the article, they said the suspects each face multiple charges, including assault with attempted to rob an unauthorized use of vehicle. One of the 13-year-old girls was charged with theft, two robberies, and an unarmed carjacking. So, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see a judge honestly. And they had complete video footage of this because someone actually caught the whole entire thing on video. So I don't know the law, but if I was a judge and I had video and these were juveniles, I, I, I don't think they're going to get away with it too easily. But I mean, if you're 13 years old, even even if you go to juvie for a year or something like that, like yeah, that, you're going to get yeah. out, and then your record is going to be clean when you're 18. So yeah, and if they're, I mean, they're using, and, and it depends. I mean, they had golf clubs, so that I guess that's a deadly weapon. But if there's not like a gun involved or a knife, like they might get it six months a year, and maybe they've been doing this and they haven't been caught. So they're like, yeah, I'll do juvie, whatever. I've made a few thousand dollars. Like some people are really kids are desperate, man. I mean, I it's it's just sad, really, more than anything you know, else, right? And drivers would be i mean you know not that there ever is a good target but for lack of a better word drivers would be a good target because a lot yeah. of us do drive around in newer model cars right mm -hmm. you know not me my car's a piece of shit but no, but we're know, in and out we, of our cars too you know, so you can, you know you exactly. can be in a parking lot as these group of thugs or whatever right and they're like oh i see this guy in and out a lot he's, he's here every tuesday at chick-fil-a like you know we're, we're looking on our phones we're confirming orders we got a bag yep. in our hand you know maybe we're not as aware with our head on the swivel so we're definitely targets, right? For for groups of individuals that want to take advantage of us. Man, sure. if, it, if they can take whatever they want to take. Like my life nice. is 10 times worth, I mean, whatever they're trying to steal. So you want the keys, you want my purse or whatever you want. Yeah. Here you go, take it. Just don't, don't have me involved in it. <laughs> yeah. So I decided not to play the video on that one because I kind of felt like that was kind of getting a little 
close to the barrier there for for youtube so yeah that's probably a smart choice yeah yeah there there is a video if you guys want to go look that up yourself just be aware it is uh it is kind of a violent video so is what it is Mm. yeah so i mean you know just be aware of your surroundings people it's all we can really do take your keys with you please take your keys with you (laughs) yeah let me ask you guys a question you you mentioned that have you guys ever left your car running while you're dropping an order off or picking an order up no never i have i have all the time (laughs) yeah i've done it a lot actually more than i'd like to admit depending on the neighborhood time of day like i i yeah so the only time i'll leave it running is when i'm uh, sorry let me let me back up here the only time i leave it running when i'm picking something up is if i've got somebody in the car with me however i do almost always leave it running in residential neighborhoods uh it's yeah, I, I drive a standard. That's not to say that it it couldn't get stolen, but I think it kind of reduces the chances a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, and and it really does depend on the neighborhood too. You know, I'm not I don't you know, know. I just come from a world you look like a victim, you are a victim. So take my keys every time. That's you're that's right. Fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A car is definitely uh, less valuable than a life. So uh, Kim, we got a bunch of funnies. Why don't we? Why don't we get into it? I can't wait to see Pedro's reactions. To uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. For first question, would either of you put a DoorDash sticker on your car? Hell no. no. <laughs> I, there's a couple of drivers in my area that do do have like the decal, and I'm like, like man, you're making yourself a target. <laughs> You know, you can get those decals on like the website. You can buy them. And I've yeah. seen people with the decals, the the light, the little light up thing, like the pizza thing. It's like oh, a DoorDash yeah. thing. Do they I've even seen... make that anymore? I see. I had one I driver in my area that's been a driver for years and he always has it on his car. And I always wanted to ask him and I know him by now. I just always forget. Where the heck did you get that? <laughs> yeah, I think that I've seen. I've seen things that people drivers put in their like uh, front of the car, like when they're gone, saying, "Hey, I'm a delivery driver." Blah blah blah. Like, and sometimes that yeah. can help with like parking, and maybe a, a meter maid sees like, "Hey, okay, you know, they might not get a ticket," or you know, it helps in some situations. I've never used any of those things, um, but I, I think sometimes situationally, I think you know it can make sense. But I don't want. I don't listen. I got DoorDash in my middle name. On YouTube, I don't need to have it on my car, right? So I'm yeah, not putting any kind of stickers or decals or magnets on any of that kind of stuff. So yeah, I you haven't know, and- seen. I'm gonna call out. I, I I'll tell her. I've seen. I'll text her as soon as we're done with this show. But when Holly was in Denver with us, she took her car decals and put it on the rental car That's that right. actually says um, Holly um, Camp Savvy Shopper, and I thought yeah. it was like really the coolest thing ever that she thought to bring it to Colorado with her. So, you know, there are cool situations that um, it does happen. But talk about carjacking. To me, if you scream that you're a DoorDash driver, mm. um, it's another, you know, spotlight you're putting on yourself. Yeah, it's a good point. So the, the other sticker down there says delivery driver frequently lost. Now that one is funny. That is, I mean, that is funny. Do you guys have Do you guys have any kind of decals on your cars, like other no. stuff? You guys? No. No. Neither do I. I've never had I've I've never had anything on my car like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. When I, I was a teenager and I was going to college and like when I got accepted to college, they actually sent like, you know, like the window decals that has the name yeah. of the college on it. That, yeah. I think that's been the only thing I've ever put on my car, but it was in the window saying, yay, I'm going to college. That was yeah. 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 I think the only thing I'd ever put on my car is like get off my ass or something like that. But yeah. Okay, why don't we move on to the next one here? We got like seven of these. We don't have like seven. Do we do two? Well, maybe like four. <laughs> all right. Oh, so, these are all, these, these are all good. <laughs> all right. So delivery instructions for DoorDash. Uh up the fire escape stairs, uh closest to the front of the building, second floor. Door says number four. Not inside the building, please. So they want this driver to deliver up the fire escape. Now, what's interesting about this is this is an Aldi order. So this is a grocery delivery. You guys going up the fire escape or are you? Uh, uh, seven, seven items. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as long as they're not water, so I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. For clarification, it was. You're going up a fire was, escape? Seriously? Oh, oh, fire, fire escape. Fire. Okay. Are we talking like, are we like talking metal. like. Like metal, like staircases, like on the side of a building. Is it attached to the side of the building, or is it just stairs in the back of an apartment? Like you know, what I'm you know, what I'm talking about like some complex, some buildings have like those metal stairs, but they're stairs; they're not like attached to the wall. That's how I thought of it. But See, I think of this like like New York City, right? Like you got the stairs that are going straight down, and then there's like the the metal uh, kind of tubes surrounding it. Like that's what I think, man. but I could be wrong. Listen, I, I, I'm listen. I'm a little crazy. So if Summer <laughs> has seven items, it's one bag at Aldi, and if she tipped me really well, I might do it just for shits and giggles. I don't know. I, I might. Yeah. I, I might. I might. But probably not. It, it, I'd have to look at it first. I'd have. I'd have to scope it out. But that's fair. So yeah. worried of wise everybody. Always look at your um your when you accept an order. Go to um your leave at door notes before you yes. <laughs> you proceed before with you your delivery or go <laughs> to do the order. Have you guys ever seen some crazy instructions and cancel an order? Yes. Yes. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. Yep. Where the customer sounds like a Karen, I'm I'm gone instantly. I, yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if it if it's like they're asking for, man, I had one. Uh, this was on Grubhub, so I you know no ratings, so I I did it anyway and just ignored the request. I had one person trying to order extra food in the delivery instructions. So yeah, like one people ask me to buy them like cigarettes and like yeah uh, like things like that. Yeah, yeah, I've I've had that one. I've had somebody try to buy me uh, try to get me to buy them smokes before. So yeah, I ended up getting half pay out of that one. So it was like it's a good deal. Had that to me a couple months ago where a customer messaged me i was online at mcdonald's and they said hey do me a favor go get me over whatever i think it was like something vape related and i said i'm so sorry she goes and i'll pay you extra for do i'll pay you 20 dollars extra so i said unfortunately it's again you know doordash policy i can't do that and she goes fine be that way i'm like okay whatever <laughs> so she decides to cancel the doordash order which is fine no you know whatever i didn't waste my time and <laughs> She paid me the twenty dollars and never got it back because she already did the twenty dollars through the app. Oh, that's <laughs> can awesome! We, can we put up Woodcutter's uh, comment? <laughs> this is too good not to put. Yeah, I, saw, I saw that. <laughs> uh, I think uh, my answer to the customer would have been, "I'm not Spider-Man." <laughs> do you remember the funny that? we showed uh, a couple months back where it was like delivery instructions or something. Do this, do this, do this. Um, Batman or something like that. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what that reminded me of. 
that's so, funny. All right, let's pull up the next one. <laughs> so a stork delivering a baby. It says, hold on, I have to get a photo that you were delivered or to show you that, were delivered. That's good. I haven't so, I've never seen that before. That's, that's so I thought this cute, hilarious. innocent, family-friendly. Um, because I just keep thinking of the DoorDash new update where it says your picture is tilted. Can you imagine delivering oh, a baby and keep oh, saying you're God. tilted, you're tilted? Oh, I, <laughs> I still that. don't have that update. Oh, I have God, it, and it's coming. almost it's almost like I ha it's like a game. Okay, I'm like, oh, can I get it to where it doesn't give me the retake and it says I can just hit done? But most of the time, I got to take two pictures. Now I don't know if you guys have seen this. This happened yesterday in St. Louis. The if you park your car, let's say a house down or two houses down, and we've all had to do it based on where you're dropping off, and you start walking that order up to the house, it will alert you. Hey, are you are you sure you're at the right address? Mm -hmm. And it then you have to hit a button saying yes or no or whatever. Yep. So DoorDash is adding that. all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, yeah weird. I've had that for a couple of weeks now, and it got so bad today when I was delivering. It happened on every one except for two orders today that happened so every address i went to it says you're not at the right address yeah like, it happened to about uh, half of mine today so yeah it's, it's just weird because then i mean i, I understand it because it does make you look like okay hold on let me make sure right mm -hmm. and at nighttime it could be helpful but it's just annoying because we're just trying to get in and out and be done we the less buttons we should pressure better and we should be not distracted looking down on our device when we're at a stranger's house in a neighborhood we've maybe never been in before. Right. Yeah. So it's like making us do extra stuff and it's like putting us at a risk, um, a higher risk. I think, you know, I don't know if it's because I still use an iPhone six, but I, I just don't get the updates that most people do. I still have the, uh, the two tap decline. I do not have the new like funky photo thing. Mm. I, yeah, my, it's, it's time to upgrade Zach. It really is. It really is. You know, the sad thing is, is I keep repairing my own phone. I'm like, ah, the part the replacement's like 20 bucks, man. I'm just going to be cheap and fix my own phone. Hey, I, but, respect. Uh, I, hey, I got respect for that. Yeah. So I really do need a new phone, though. It's, it's getting a little ridiculous. So I think we've got, is it one or two more, Kim? Two more. Two more. Oh, I love this one. That's All right. My favorite so, one. Okay. This has got to be sitting in a bar somewhere. So this is a board of shitty tippers <laughs> and it has a bunch of people's names with the dates, the amount of their bill and the tip that they left. Oh, that is awesome. Isn't that so, awesome? That's got to be at a bar or a restaurant, right? Is that, like, it, yeah. was, it was at a bar. It's got to be a, it's gotta be a bar. Oh, yeah. I love this. <laughs> so like, I would see that and, and just want to, you know, like, make it right somehow you know i'd look at that and be like wow man these guys are assholes like here's a 40 percent tip or something so you know shout out to whatever establishment put that up because that is brilliant it's that's got to be like a mom mom and pop kind of bar i've seen something similar um i've seen a guy's picture at a bar this is a couple years back and a guy's like it was a guy's picture and the words said something to the effect of like crappy tipper or, you know, calling him out. And it was like a picture of him. And like, I can't imagine the embarrassment if you go back again and you see your picture on the wall and like, uh, can I get a Michelin? Oh, that's me. Oh, okay. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if this was sitting in like an olive garden or something though? That would be. Oh, that would, that would be so funny. That would actually be pretty funny. It yes, kind of so. reminds me, though, of was it last week or the week before we did the Google 
the Google Maps for the t the tip faders. Like this is kind of the version. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, where you type in tip fader and Google Maps, and it. Have you ever tried that, Pedro? Oh, you know, I haven't. Where it, I've heard about it. Where I guess it flags the address, right? It'll you it'll can, show like, you a note. You can leave a note. And yeah, address, it'll right? yeah, yeah. yeah it'll show you different addresses where people tip baited. So, mm. um, uh, let's let's move on to this last one here, Kim. All right. So this was at a restaurant somewhere. The sign says, "Warning: uh, Delivery drivers who steal an order must pay a five hundred dollar fine." Oh, what? <laughs> so I don't know how they expect to collect that. Yeah, but, say who's enforcing that? <laughs> yeah, that. Well, I mean, that reminds me of the one that we showed a couple of weeks ago, where it was like you must hand the order to the customer. So, or you'll be banned from our establishment, yeah. right? Is that the same one? <laughs> something like that. Yeah, uh, or they, they'd be reported tech. and banned, or something like that. Like, get get out of here with that. I've seen signs from like my local Papa John's and a few other places, like. We'll say, you know, you'll be banned if you, you know, anybody that steals will be banned or whatever. We'll call DoorDash. And, or I've, I've even had a lot of places where they'll ask me to, if, as they're handing me the order, they'll ask me to confirm it. And I don't have mm -hmm. a problem with that. Like some people, yeah. Yeah, some people do and I get it. But like if I know that that's the food and I can verify, like I don't mind hitting confirm and showing that that restaurant because they obviously have had some issues with theft. Um, and I want to build a good relationship with them. But like, yeah, you're not going to get $500. Like, how, that's just a scare tactic. You know what I mean? Sure. So I think uh, that's the last funny, right? That is it. So I think, I think that pretty much wraps us up for the week then. <laughs> that was a quick Pedro, hour, guys. <laughs> we try to have so, a little uh, bit of fun every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I like it. I like the funnies. Those are, those are good. So thank you so much for joining us again. You know, silly question. If, if people know us, they know you, but where can they find you? Uh, just type in Pedro DoorDash on YouTube or Mr.Bet on you. And uh, I pretty much do about a video every week or every day. And then uh, we do have a pretty fun live show I do on Sundays at 10 Eastern. The live chat over there is crazy. Oh, yeah. Good group of people. <laughs> um, we talk about topics. We challenge each other. It's It's different. It's kind of like a driver variety show right and it's in you know in a way that you guys do it but like it's 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 a little crazy over there sometimes but we do have a good time i try to give people knowledge and perspective as well but uh it's been this uh kim is actually this has been fun this hour went by like like that so thank you for having me yeah, and you're you, also on this channel as well you're a contributor yeah. to the rideshare guys yeah. so we can find you here well. i think on sundays i think uh chris puts out the videos on sunday um little teaser the one i'll be filming tomorrow is going to be about the new um, compliance and rules and laws with the college campuses with the alcohol deliveries and things like I that. I heard so, about that. Yeah, so I'm going to be talking about that and and sharing that news on uh, the Writer Guy this coming Sunday. Nice. Awesome. So be looking out for that, and definitely check out uh, Pedro's channel and his live. And uh, he, he's really not joking. His his chat is on fire. So it's it's, it's crazy over there. Check it out. <laughs> so uh, Pedro, thank you again, uh, guys. Same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good one. Bye, everyone.